The What's This Full House Edition podcast is part of the What's This Edition podcast network, where you can check out other great shows like the What's This Disney Edition podcast, where Amy and Savannah go really deep into the Walt Disney collection from start to finish. So check out those other great shows on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and other really great platforms. Thank you so much for listening. I am on a mission of sorts to go through every Full House episode in order and break it all down to give you the full feel of what Full House is all about. From character analysis to even a psychological breakdown, I am determined to get through all eight seasons of this phenomenal show. As always, I am your host, Amy, and thanks for joining me and becoming a part of my Full House family. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the What's This Full House Edition podcast. As always, I am your host, Amy, and today's the day, everybody. So, as I said at the very end of the last episode, our very first promo, I was going to be doing episode 13, Sisterly Love. So, today I'm doing it, and if you remember that I said this particular episode is in my top three favorite, was it top three or top five? One of the tops. Anyways, it's in my top favorite episodes, Sisterly Love. I can relate to this episode in so many ways. I grew up with an older sister, so I totally get it. Totally get it. So, like I said, this is episode 13 called Sisterly Love. Um... The original air date of this one is January the 8th, 1988. So this one actually marks the first episode to come out in 1988. We are done with 1987, people. Woo! So this one was written by Lenny Rips, who we're, we're familiar with him, produced by Don Van Atta. We're familiar. It's actually directed by a new guy we haven't heard about before. His name is Lee Shallot. Could be a woman. I don't know. But anyway, new person directing this one, which I always like seeing new people on uh, on these episodes. I think it's really cool. All right, so a little description for this one is when DJ is given an audition for a serial commercial... Stephanie tags along and accidentally steals the part. Okay, so first and foremost, I want to tell you, because this is in the top of my favorite episodes, I wrote down a lot of stuff. So this could be very long, and I hopefully it's not drawn out. I will try and make it fun and everything. So here we go. We're going to start off. We start off with everyone coming home and Danny is introducing DJ, our very own superstar, our own mini Meryl Streep, Miss Donna Jo Tanner. So that's the first time that we actually hear Danny call her that because I don't think we've known 
except for in the last episode, we heard that DJ stands for Donna Joe. But I think this is the first time Danny actually calls her Donna Joe. So DJ enters why, while they're all clapping and cheering for her. But why are they doing that? Hmm. We find out right now. She starred in a, I guess, a local theater production or a school theater production of The Frog Prince. And she was the princess in the play. So Danny says, oh, he, I laughed, I cried, I learned about life. But Joey goes on to say that he missed the ending because Michelle was crying. So, of course, DJ wants to reenact it for him. But where can they find a frog? So they're all looking, and they all look right over at Jesse. He's like, what do I look like, a frog? And they're like, yeah. So he agrees, and they continue to act it out in this kind of informal way, which makes it so hilarious. And I did want to just point something out here, and I'm an outfit noticer. If you haven't noticed by now, I notice people's outfits. Work in men's fashion, I notice men's fashion. Just how, I'm, how I am. So here we have Jesse, and he's wearing actually the same outfit that he wore from episode six, Daddy's Home. The vest thing with the jeans and the blue shirt. He's wearing the same thing in, in, in this scene here. So um, I noticed too, DJ's dress is like a red like costume style dress, which, which I'm like, why would she wear that home? If it was part of the play, don't actors usually like change out before leaving the theater and going home? Hmm. I mean, I was in theater and... I never wore my costumes home. I don't know. Usually, I mean, yeah, well, I just find that curious. Anyway, anyway, at three minutes, 20 seconds, Stephanie touches her and says that catchphrase that we have heard before. She goes, ooh, the girl is hot. Or they've said, ooh, the man is hot. Something like that. So that's an ongoing catchphrase. I think it kind of dies down, though. Between seasons one and two, I noticed they don't really say it too much in the series, the rest of it. But in the beginning, they do a lot. So DJ goes on to say that this acting thing is so cool and she walks away with Stephanie. So Jess chimes in to tell Danny, look, man, you've got a major talent on your hands. You know, she's really interested in this, you know, so Danny he gives Danny the idea of maybe auditioning for a commercial. But DJ overhears this and loves the idea. But Danny tells her that he'll ask around because he works at the TV station. He obviously knows people. But not to get her hopes up too high. So she's like, okay. I Yeah, okay. But she's also 10 years old. So I feel like the scenario that plays out in this episode, she would have felt the same way kind of if it was given to a different person. I mean, spoiler alert. But, so, DJ hears this, thinks it's awesome. So, we're now, later in the evening, we see Jess in the kitchen talking to Michelle while he makes a sandwich. This right here is actually our second topic of the episode, usually there's two topics. They kind of flip-flop with each other. So the first one is DJ in this audition. And now it's 
going to be something else. And remember in the last episode when they did the promo topic and then the ferret topic, they kind of flip-flopped there. So I think this is kind of becoming a trend throughout some episodes I've noticed. Okay, so Jess is in, this, is in the kitchen making a sandwich. And Joey comes home from grocery shopping, and he goes on to say that his doctor said his cholesterol was high, so he needed to change his diet. So Joey went out and bought (laughs) meatless vegetable cutlets, marinated tofu squares, salt-free rice crackers. So Jesse asks him, what did you win a Hare Krishna family publisher sweepstakes? And I don't know what Hare Krishna family is. And so I looked it up. So if you don't know what the Hare Krishna family is, so it's known as the International Society for Krishna Consciousness. It's like based on like Hindu scriptures, I guess. And there's a strict eating of sanctified food. And one of their rules is to follow a lacto-vegetarian Krishna Prasadam diet. (gasps) Let me catch my breath on that one. So that's why he was making the analogy of of that as a joke. Which, now that I know what it means, it's hilarious. And, okay, so Danny says, Is that the one with Ed McMahon with the shaved head and the orange robe? So if you don't know who Ed McMahon is, he was an American announcer and really super famous game show host. So, um... Obviously, he was never in anything where his head was shaved and he was wearing an orange robe. Danny was just making a joke. But, of course, I had to Google it to see if there was any photographic proof of Ed McMahon with a shaved head and an orange robe. But, of course, I didn't find anything because it doesn't exist. Okay. Uh. So, they continue talking and at 5 minutes, 32 seconds, Joey says he's decided to totally give up junk food. (laughs) And we we all know this. We all know how Joey eats at this point, I think. He's just not very healthy. And for him to say, I'm going to totally give up junk food is like, no, you ain't, buddy. Okay. And so Jesse and Danny give him this kind of look like there's just no way that he's going to do this. Like, he's just not. And Joey goes on to say that he, that he's like, you are talking to Mr. Willpower, dudes. Yeah, well, we'll see about that. Okay, so Danny says that he called up a casting director and there's an audition for a serial commercial next week. He's hesitant to even tell DJ about it. He doesn't He doesn't want her getting her hopes up and not get the part, but Jesse says that she should do it. But Joey disagrees with Jesse and agrees with Danny's hesitation of, of not even telling her about it until Danny says every decision I make could alter the lives of my children forever. So then Jesse changes his mind and Joey changes his mind and they just kind of do this back and forth. So Danny decides that he should just go talk to DJ about it and asks Jesse and Joey to feed Michelle. So at seven minutes, 40 seconds, we see DJ in her room doing her homework like a good girl that she is. So when, da- when Danny walks in, he starts to tell her about the opportunity and she interrupts him saying, I want to do it. 
But Danny has to keep reminding her that, you know, there could be a very slim chance of getting this job. And she just continues insisting that she wants to do it. And, you know, if he if she does do it, you know, it should only be for fun. But she keeps on insisting and insisting. So he says, I don't want you to feel disappointed if you don't get the part. So that's like the key phrase to this entire episode. So he's like, okay. He kisses her and leaves, but he sneaks around the corner and like stands like right by the door because he knew this was this next part was going to happen. So DJ comes running out. And he's like, you know, like right there by the door. And she says, I want to do it. So at eight minutes, 51 seconds, we are now at a casting studio. So different set. Um, It's not an offset location because this is just a different set. So there's other kids there with their parents. And you can tell that this atmosphere is like really professional. These kids are like, you know, scary to DJ. So Jesse walks in with DJ and Stephanie. Bum, bum, bum. So Stephanie is wearing that dress again. Again, outfit noticer. So she's wearing this dress with the print from episode six, Daddy's Home, when Jesse took them shopping. Anyway, if you haven't heard that one, go check it out. But I did mention there that you would see this dress again. And here it is. I knew it. Because this is my favorite episode of, not my favorite episode, one of them. And I've seen this episode a billion times and I knew it was coming up. So now back to the audition. Sorry. While Jesse, DJ, and Stephanie are waiting to find out what they need to be doing, they witness a little girl, which is so appropriately named Karen, exits one of the rooms and speaks to this woman, Vivian, who seems to be either the casting director or assistant director or assistant of some kind. But this Karen girl is obviously a professional kitty actor. As she leaves the office, Stephanie asks, was that a little kid or a tiny grown-up? I'll never stop saying it. And you can say it with me. Ready? Best lines ever. Okay. Jesse sends Stephanie over to color in this little corner until they can figure out what to do. So DJ seems very nervous now that she saw Karen and she's like, I don't have a picture or a resume. And she's not confident in this, what she's been thrown into this real world of television. So she's like, this is a mistake. I don't have anything. I'm not prepared. So Jesse goes over to Vivian and introduces DJ to her. And Vivian's like, go put your picture and resume at the desk. And she's like, I don't have a picture or a resume. And Stephanie just, the gold of her. She comes over with a, with a picture she drew of like a smiley face. She said, here, I have your picture. <laughs> so now we switch over and we are in the audition room while DJ is reading the lines. Miss Vivian is holding the cue cards up. Um... So Jesse is mouthing the words with her as she's reading because he's just so proud of her at this moment. And so there we also find out that the cereal that's being advertised for is oat boats. 
You remember from episode 11, the big 3-0, when I talked about the fake brands and how this, the cereal that they had in that particular episode was called Sugar Oatsies, but it was actually later changed to oat boats. And now we have an entire episode about oat boats, and I love it. So at t- 10 minutes, 12 seconds, you have to notice this tiny little minuscule detail here, and If you go to 10 minutes, 12 seconds, and then pause it, pause it there if you have a DVD. Okay, this minuscule detail um, there on the actual box of the Oat Boats cereal, um, there was a picture of two kids on the right side of the front of the box, and on the left side, there is a name written on the box. And that name is Olson's. No kidding. I never noticed this before. And the fact that they got it got by me is troubling because I thought I knew everything there ever was to know. But this little detail is so cool and I love it. I love it. I love that they did that. But anyways, back to the audition again. Sorry, I keep going off on these trails. After DJ reads the cards, Jessie gets up and cheers for her. Stephanie said, oh, kids will love her. I do. Miss Vivian loves her, too, and wants her to wait around and do it for this guy, Mr. Benton, who may be the CEO of O-Boats or an advertiser of some kind. That's really never made clear on who he actually is. So DJ asks Vivian if she has time to do her hair before Mr. Benton gets there. And Vivian said, yeah, sure, no problem. But she really doesn't have time, though. So DJ leaves to do that. Jesse says he has to go feed the parking meter, so he tells Stephanie to stay where she is, and he'll be right back. Stephanie asks Miss Vivian if she can have some cereal. That DJ inspired her to eat some. So she starts to do oat boat races. And she's like spinning the spoon and doing, it's a strawberry, it's a banana. First prize is a trip to my mouth. So while she's doing this, Mr. Benton walks in. Which gave DJ literally 13 seconds to do her hair before Mr. Benton walked in. So Vivian Dunn lied. I'm just saying, she, she lied. You can also tell that they are in a very tall building. So you can see like this, like the, out of the windows, they're in like a skyscraper. Obviously, they're not really in a skyscraper. But you can tell there's also no way, no way Jesse had run all the way down to the car meter to put money in it and be back in literally 40 seconds. Like I counted. So, um... Anyway, Mr. Benton loves Stephanie even though she was just messing around and crowns her as the new oat boat girl right when Jesse and DJ come back into the room. So that starts our tension right then and there. DJ just gives Stephanie this... Oh, she gives her, like, literally the dirtiest look I've ever seen in my life, obviously. I mean, it wasn't Stephanie's intention to do that. And I really think at this point that Jesse should have stood up more for DJ um, here and told Mr. Benton that, like, DJ's the one who came into audition for this commercial, not Stephanie. Um, but 
then we wouldn't have a key part to our story now, would we? So at 12 minutes, six seconds, uh, we see a scene change at the house where Joey's trying a, a wheat germ tonic milkshake disgustingness is what I'm going to call it. Cause his face is just, so DJ enters the kitchen with an obvious attitude and flies open the fridge to get a soda, opens it with rage, and sits down at the kitchen table and doesn't want to be bothered. Okay, Danny sits by her and knows that things didn't go well at the audition. But Jesse and Stephanie enter. Danny says, oh, I know. DJ didn't get the part. Jesse says, well, here's what you don't know. Stephanie did. So at first, Danny is really happy for Steph, and he feels so bad for DJ, and he's like, oh, I'm so happy for you, Steph. I'm so sorry, DJ. But Danny wants to know what really happened. But Jesse is also clueless on how it happened, too. I mean, he was like, what? When Mr. Benton said, you're the new Opo girl, Steph or Jesse was just totally blindsided there, too. And Joey's so funny, he has to chime in and say, well, there's a bright side, and they're like, what? And he's like, I had nothing to do with it. And he just kind of walks away, and and so Stephanie, you know, feels bad and asks DJ, are you mad at me? And DJ responds very condescendingly with, why would I be mad at you? And it's like, oh my word, she's so mad at you. And says she's happy for Steph, then excuses herself since she has homework to finish. So she stomps up the stairs. And, you know, Stephanie wants to be happy that she got this part. And and she's like, is it okay to be happy that I did this? And Danny's like, yeah. And so she does a little cheer. I got it. I got it. Danny's like, be a little quieter for her sake. She's like, I got it. I got it. But then... The guys all kind of look at each other like, oh boy, how are we going to handle this? They all have very concerned faces. And it's it's just kind of that moment, that, that parent moment too, that are just like, what are we going to do? And we're going to find out what they do. I'm just going to take a really short break and I'll be right back right after these messages. Stay with me. Alright guys, welcome back. So we're going to find out what Danny, Jesse, and Joey are going to do about this whole thing with the girls hating each other. So at 14 minutes, 5 seconds, we have yet another scene change with Joey. And he's in Michelle's nursery and he's holding a cheeseburger and fries. And he's trying not to eat it since it's so juicy, so meaty. So saturated. So what? So he has this. Uh, it, it seems that Joey went to like a, a, a drive through and got this burger and fries and then went into the most, uh, you know, a room that no one ever really. I mean, they go in there, but not that much is Michelle's nursery. And the door was actually closed. So he went in there with the intention of eating it in the nursery so nobody would find him actually eating it 
So he takes a big, huge bite after he says, so juicy, so meaty, so saturated. So what? So Danny calls out for him and he goes into the nursery to talk. But Joey's mouth is full of burger and he hides the burger under Michelle's stuffed animals so Danny can't see them. So you can see here, too, that Michelle is actually holding a fry. She had gotten a hold of a fry some time here. So Jesse enters too along with Danny and questions where did the small fry get the french fry? So Joey swallows his food in a very unnoticeable manner and says, "Must have been there for weeks." And then Jesse <laughs> Jesse realizes that the fry is still warm. Now, the likelihood of that fry still being warm is so far from possible. Like, I went to I went to like McDonald's today, and 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 I you know I don't I couldn't like really eat and drive. So by the time I got home and I was eating my fries, it was like freezing cold, freezing cold. Not even like, yeah. Well, you get it if you've had cold fries. You know, you know what I mean. Okay, but Jesse notices that the hidden burger um, and, uh, behind Michelle pulls it out and says, oh, it looks as though Michelle has tuddled up to the drive-thru window again and wags his finger at her shamingly. But Joey then breaks down and says, I'm not Mr. Willpower, I'm Mr. Cholesterol, as he takes yet another bite of that burger. So Danny tries to encourage him by telling him about moderation, more fruit, more fiber, less fat. And Jesse chimes in and says, and I'll help you out by taking this burger and fries. Thank you. And he goes over and sits down and Danny has to go. Danny goes on to explain that he has to go back to work randomly. Okay, so Jesse and Joey um, need to keep an eye on Stephanie and DJ who are avoiding each other. Danny says goodbye to Michelle and tells her, never go into acting. That's rich because, I mean, they're actors. They're real people that are actors who are playing a character. And then you, he says that to, like, Michelle, played by Mary-Kate Ashley Olsen, who become so big into acting. Like, it's, it's crazy that he, like, foretold. They did the total opposite of that. So, at 16 minutes, 16 seconds, we are now in the kitchen where Stephanie is pouring herself some cereal and going over her lines. DJ walks down to her and Stephanie reads the script the wrong way and DJ laughs at her. Like, laughs at her. That is, like, so maniacal and, and mean. And so Stephanie asks her for help and DJ replies, you didn't need any help stealing my part. So Stephanie asks DJ again if she's mad at her. This is the second time Stephanie's asked her, are you, are you sure you're not mad at me? DJ responds, oh, don't be silly. I'm glad I didn't get it. You'll miss a lot of school and they'll probably hold you back. So Stephanie thinks that DJ is jealous. And that's a really smart thing for Stephanie to actually know that because she's right. And DJ doesn't want to admit it. She kind of comes in and denies it and whips the cereal box right out of Stephanie's hand. Oh, that's so rude. She, like, just took it right out of Stephanie's hand. And Stephanie quickly steals it back away. And, guys, the most entertaining scene in this episode plays out. We have DJ chasing Stephanie around the kitchen. 
DJ yelling thief. Stephanie yelling jealous. DJ says, give me that Stephanie Judith. Stephanie responds, no, Donna Joe Margaret. So that's the first time we ever hear DJ's full entire name. Steph, D, uh, what, what is it? Donna Joe Margaret. Wow. Donna Joe Margaret. Donna Joe Margaret. Yep, first time we ever hear that name. Anyway, so DJ finally catches Stephanie and they tear the cereal box and the cereal goes flying all over the floor. So Jesse and Joey come down to break up their fight. Joey got Joey's got DJ, Jess has got Stephanie. Joey says Joey's so funny and he's he's such a conflict resolutioner if that's a word, but he does not like conflict or fighting. And so his go-to boing answer is, why don't we just, why don't you guys just kiss each other and make up and like be done with this? You know, like that's his, that's his resolution for this problem. And so they walk toward each other and the girls are like red hot looking at each other with anger as they're walking. And you can hear Jesse and Joey like crunching the cereal from underneath their shoes. And it's just, it adds like the best the best kind of humor to this scene it's like and you know jesse sends stephanie into the living room with her half a cereal box and like a couple of pieces of cereal (laughs) and joey sends dj downstairs and they tell her we'll be down in a minute dj actually tries to argue with them and jesse insists on her going So she stomps towards the stairs, crunching the cereal as she goes. Yes, she's got a big attitude. And so at 18 minutes, 18 seconds, DJ is down in what was the garage in the last episode, but is now Joey's room. Hallelujah. We have time traveled and Joey has his room back. Woo. Oh, I am so happy of this because... I was really mad during the last episode when the garage was the garage and not Joey's room because there was an entire episode dedicated to renovating that room and it wasn't his room. But I explain. So they go down there and, uh, you know, DJ is riding on Joey's exercise bike, which I never saw Joey use once. So she's just trying to blow off some steam and Jesse and Joey enter to talk to her and Jesse adjusts the bike settings so the resistance on it gets harder and she can't go anymore. So she gets off the bike in an angry fashion and she goes over to Joey's bed and Joey explains that him and Jesse always strike out on auditions and he explains this and and it's so true even to this day He says, being a performer is basically a series of rejections occasionally interrupted by work. Okay. And I'm like, wow, ain't that the truth? Woof. So she gets, she gets frustrated, gets up and goes over to the seating area there. So I love this. I love this next um, segment or this next section because Jesse pulls out an absolute secret weapon of parenthood that I think is so it's like never done and the fact that Jesse did this in this manner is is like 
you look at him doing this and you're like, yes, he would be a great dad. He would be such a great dad dealing with scenario, different, different stuff, you know, but, but Jesse's secret weapon here is to agree with DJ and say, oh, you're right. And how Stephanie stole the part right out from underneath her. Like she must've planned this whole thing. And Joey refers to Stephanie as a conniving little sneak, a monster. <laughs> so Jesse continues on saying that Stephanie used her telekinetic powers to send them out of the room to steal DJ's commercial. But Joey says, we should light some torches, find the she-devil and drive her into the night. And DJ cracks a little bit and realizes that they are right and that Stephanie didn't steal it on purpose. And But she's still mad at her because there's other things bothering her. There's always an underlying thing going on. You know, um, she was mad at the fact that like Stephanie and Michelle get more attention than she does because she's the oldest and she never witnessed her own self as a baby getting attention. She's only witnessed Stephanie and Michelle getting attention as babies and she feels like she's kind of left out there in that kind of field. So Jesse tries to encourage her that like it's tough being the oldest, but there's definite benefits to do everything First, to have everything new. and But the most important thing is that DJ has two little sisters who need her. And they look up to her and they love her. And so they all end up laughing together and DJ's fine now. Which is good. So at 21 minutes, 51 seconds, we see Stephanie making a phone call. She's in the living room still waiting. And I guess she's trying to call... <laughs> Mr. Boat. <laughs> she thinks Oat Boat is a person. <laughs> so she... <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, she says... Oh, she's so cute. She proceeds to say that, cere th that his cereal is tearing their family apart. <gasps> oh my gosh. <laughs> she, um... <laughs> she's talking and DJ walks in and the operator actually hangs up on her. And at 22 minutes, 20 seconds is the first time. But of course, not the last time we hear Stephanie's timeless catchphrase. How rude. Ah, this is so great. This is. This is full house evolution, everybody. So she says it at 22 minutes, 20 seconds for the first time we hear, how rude. And she hangs up the phone to talk to DJ. Stephanie apologizes and says she never knows what she's doing. She, she's like, what, five? She's like, I never know what I'm doing. So DJ admits to being jealous but Steph also admits to being jealous of DJ as well. And Stephanie tells DJ that she thinks that she's the smartest, prettiest, funniest girl she knows. And DJ and Steph continue to talk a little bit, saying there's a, a rule that you got to love your little sister. Well, of course you love your little sister. Saying Steph's her best friend. DJ says that. She's like, you're my best friend. And Stephanie replies, really? I'm your best friend? DJ says, yep. Stephanie said, well, that works out great because you're mine. Oh, you just want to melt into a puddle. 
They hug, and it's the greatest sister moment in TV history. I'm just going to say it. Uh. DJ suggests that they work on the script together and explains how to say it right. So Jesse and Joey look from around the corner. They never actually enter the room. They're just kind of watching them. And they, they did it. They solved it. They solved the conflict without Danny. So this is also the first episode two since um, season or season episode six, Daddy's Home, where the girls were actually the main focus of the episode because we had we've had so many, um, but they've been mainly around the guys, Jesse here, Joey there, Danny there. These were more about the girls. This this episode here, that's like the second one we've had. Um, about them, but again, like there was no similar writers or directors uh, or correlations between the two episodes, really, except for outfits that I mentioned. But that's that's it. And guys, that's it. That's the episode. That's season one, episode thirteen, sisterly love. Yeah. And I just want to go through really quickly. Um, we have three guest stars for this episode, and okay, we'll want to do. To the first one, Miss Wendy. I'm going to try and say this right. Shawl. Who played Miss Vivian. Greg Callahan, who played Mr. Benton. And Jandy Swanson, who played Karen. So we have three guest stars. I thought there was going to be more, but I guess not. I guess they only credit people who really had like a speaking part here in this one. So that's really, really cool. Um... Oh, I'm so I'm so sad. This is done. Really? That's it? That's all I have? Man, I was hoping that it had more, but I guess, I mean, I wrote 15 pages of notes. I mean, sheesh. Just really like this episode. I think it's hilarious. It's got good lessons in it. It's sister-related, which I can totally relate to. I do have an older sister and a younger sister. So I, I have said that before, that I, that, you know, because... Stephanie is a middle child, and I am too, so I can, I can relate to her the best, and, you know, my little sister was little, she was so cute, and if I felt like DJ here in this way, and I bet my older sister thought the same thing DJ said about all the, the other two sisters feeling, or being so cute when they were little, so it's, it's a really, you can learn a lot from this one. You know, I don't understand the the sequence with Joey's junk food topic, but I mean, they must have had to put something in there. And it's funny. It's definitely funny because, you know, and I know and they know that this is never going to be something surrounding Joey Gladstone's character. Like he's just never going to give it up. And that's fine. It's not like it harms him. It's okay. But anyway, guys, I'm going to end there. The very next episode is episode 14, Half a Love Story. So that one is the next one that we will do. And can't wait to do it. All right, guys. Well, thanks for tuning in to the What's This Full House Edition podcast. If you guys have any cool trivia or questions or you want me to talk about something in particular, or a certain full house topic, you can actually email me. You can email me 
email me at fullhousepodcast01 at gmail.com. That's fullhousepodcast01 at gmail.com. And that's it. And as always, guys, I am your host, Amy, and I will say it with me. See you next time. The Full House Edition podcast has no affiliation with Full House or the Warner Brothers Studio. The views and opinions given by the participants are theirs and theirs alone, and do not represent the companies that they happen to work for. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next time.